How's it going, Odd People? You are listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number 69, and in this episode, I'll be talking to Savannah the Medium. It was a very third eye-opening experience. She was a very great guest. She came here to the studio. It was awesome. Make sure to go check out her social media, her Instagram, her website. Make sure to check out the Instagram for the Odd People Podcast. We've got a new one, at Odd People Pod. Go check out the Twitter, Facebook accounts. Join the Facebook group. That all remains the same. Go to oddpeoplepodcast.com for info about the show and to buy merchandise. Enjoy the show. You know, using it exactly. for the podcast. Exactly. Okay, so I have with me today Savannah Martin. She is Savannah the Medium. Your name is on the marquee. Yes, I love it. <laughs> that is me. Can you describe uh, to the listeners, you know, where you're from, what you yeah. do? Yeah, so my name's Savannah Martin. Like you said, I'm a psychic medium, and I was born and raised in North Kingstown, Rhode Island. Um, what I do is I channel divine energy to communicate with people's past loved ones, as well as channel divine consciousness to be able to tell you your future um, and the different options and paths that may be best for your most authentic self. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm very blessed to have this gift. Yeah. So just to get it out of the way, um, when did you discover that you have this gift? How did, how did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, so um, many psychic mediums were born and knew at a very young age. I did not. Um, I had kind of, I was a very sensitive child, um, but we didn't, my parents didn't really think much of it. But by the time I was 19 years old, I was actually working at an internship in Little Compton, Rhode Island. And it was a vineyard. So a 19-year-old working at a vineyard, I was living my best life, being able <laughs> yeah. to try wine and all this new stuff. And um, I was working, I was eating my lunch at my lunch break, and a woman approached me and she says, may I please sit down? I actually was sent here to give you a message. I have never been here, and I have actually never even heard of this place. But I mm. woke up out of a dead sleep, and I knew I needed to come here. And I didn't understand why until I locked eyes with you. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, um, this is just... Yeah. And also, this was day five of my internship. So <laughs> I am so new. Like, this is not. And so I am... And we're also in the public sitting area. So anyone mm -hmm. could see this. So my whole... The whole employee staff saw it. Um, so she, I was like, yeah, you may sit down. Um, what am I going to say? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So she sits down. She then tells me everything that's going on in my life to a T and only to say a bunch of things about my future that have come true. Mm. And then she goes, you have a psychic gift and it's about to be unleashed. And that's when I was like, please, no, <laughs> someone different, not <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. And she said, no, it's really, this is what you're born to do. You were meant to walk this earth to be able to communicate with past loved ones, as well as tell people their future and bring them hope into this world. Okay. And I felt it and it felt so right. I couldn't explain it, but I was also crying and there was a line. I'm trying yeah, to... 19 years old. Exactly. That's... And so then I got kind of got my composure. She left. Um, my coworkers were like, we have ice cream for you in the back. Go home after this. We cannot believe what we just saw. And when that happened, I drove home that day and I was driving 
and I was driving to my boyfriend at the Times house, mm -hmm. and I was on a back road, and I got fully thrown out of my body, and I was, my soul was in a white room, and I see it so, so clear as day, all white room, and there's this white box, and there's this little boy sitting on the white box, and I'm, and I am not scared at all. I know this sounds so like horror film yeah. kind of vibes. It it's is not superhero <laughs> yeah. origin story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very, very much superhero origin story. And it, the boy looks at me and makes such eye contact with me, and he says, "Everything is going to be okay," but he doesn't move his lips. Mm. But I knew what he, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> but I fully felt it, and I felt so calm. And I took a breath and I got put right back into my body and I was driving my car um, on the road. And obviously I pulled over and sobbed because my whole idea of reality was totally stripped from me um, one day. And then that evening I was home and I was looking through some dresser drawers and all of a sudden I heard Anthony. Um, Anthony, he's a barber. He's Italian. Um, and that was the first past love one I had channeled. He was actually a ghost. His name was Anthony. He was a barber and he was Italian, but he was the person who built our home that we were really? living in. My mom did not believe me for six months um, <laughs> yeah, until she I finally wouldn't. went to, exactly. My mom had, did not believe in psychics, um, but she tried to disprove me for six months and every single time I was right. And then she went to the Saunders Town Library to see the records of the property. And Anthony Cyborg was the owner and builder of the property on that place. And then wow. we, um, a few years later, we were still living in that house. And we actually found his notice of his death that was sent. And it was in pristine condition from 1934. Wow. It was as if it had never been touched. And also, there, this house has been sold multiple times. There is no reason for this information to come up. Yeah. So um, once that kind of happened, my mom got this kind of aha moment. Like I need to stop trying to disprove my daughter. I didn't know she was trying <laughs> to disprove me. She was being a very yeah. good mom and being very supportive. But yeah, so yeah. that's kind of how it happened. Yeah, but you know, as a parent, you don't know how your kid is going to be perceived by other people. So she's really just trying to protect of you course absolutely. people are gonna think she's crazy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and like, of course, I can't imagine having my I don't have a child but to have a child come mm -hmm. up to me and say you know I think there's a ghost in this house and this is all this information about them and this woman came to me at work and told me I have a psychic gift that's about to be unleashed I'd like be, I'd be beside myself yeah exactly <laughs> it, it kind of tore the whole family up and spiritually which yeah. was definitely needed um but yeah, ever since then. So I kind of honed in on my craft for the next six to eight months. Then I did my first professional reading at the age of 20. Nice. Yeah. So, so then I've been doing it ever since. So how do, you, how do you hone that craft? Is there like, how does somebody become a medium? You know, yeah. except for the fact that if you can't do it, you can't do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, you know, so you, you're told you have this, you have these feelings, you have these visions and you, you, you go through all that. How do you hone those skills? How do you... Figure it out. Yeah, how do you figure it out? One, there is Without... no book. Yeah. <laughs> there is no field up, guide that Sign will... up at the community college for... Yeah, exactly. For psychic medium. intuition courses. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, everyone's gift is very unique. So yeah. there's no two gifts that are the same. So I have the gift of claircognizance, which is the gift of knowing. Okay. So it's... Um, I don't... I'll see visions sometimes, but they're not as frequent as just the information. So I just get information downloads. So it's almost like two plus two equals four. There is no changing that. Mm -hmm. You you could change it, but it wouldn't, it's not right. You yeah. know, it doesn't feel right. It's that exact same energy. So what I do is I tap into the energetic of things and then I can kind of 
go through it all. And but how I got to that point, um, first thing is you have to learn how to shut it off. <laughs> because um like like the woman said the psychic gift was unleashed and boy was it i was having very much i don't know if you know of the long island medium i've heard over okay so she'll go in the grocery store and be like your grandfather's with you and all this stuff (laughs) and going on and you're like is this real like literally that is so real that is what was happening to me and i could not even stop it and One of my favorite stories is when I was Thanksgiving dinner, we were in New Jersey because we were going for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, And we were at an Italian restaurant for Thanksgiving dinner just because that was what was open without reservations. It was us, so a party of three, and then a party of 12 directly behind us. Mm -hmm. And I can't even (laughs) eat my meal. I am looking at it, and I am getting so bothered by spirit again and again and again. So I'm like, look at my mom and I'm like, I can't even eat. Like, and she's like, go talk to them. They would, they'll really love that. Like, you're going to make their holiday. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, here I am like 20 years old, not even understanding like if they're going to receive it well. But I was like, you know what? Just trust it. My mom was like, you got this. So I go up to them and I'm like, I, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm a psychic medium and I talk to people's past loved ones and I actually have been interrupted this entire meal and not been able to eat. Um, because they're here with you. And I said, and it's a young man and, um, he unfortunately had lost his, he took his own life and the woman starts sobbing immediately. Mm. And she says, that's my son. Um, he passed away three months ago. Jesus. And this is our first holiday season without him. And, um, just so I have crazy, um, goosebumps all over my arms (laughs) because I feel the energy with it. And, he was, um, I gave the messages, then the grandfather came in, then the grandmother came in and saying how they were all together on the other side. And she, they just said, you have answered our prayers. Hmm. Um, we really did not think he was going to make it on the other side um, because they were such devout Catholics mm-hmm. that they thought because he had taken his own life, he would not make it over right. to the other side safely. And he did. So they were so, so, so relieved. But that was one of the big aha moments when it was... For me to be like, wow, I'm really making a difference in people's lives to help them understand that there's more than meets the eye to the physical here. Right. Um, and to do that at such a young age is pretty insane. So yeah, 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 um, that once I was going crazy and doing all these readings on the fly, I realized I needed to be like a normal person. <laughs> and so yeah. go back to college and try and figure out how to be a psychic medium yeah. while in my back pocket kind of a thing. Yeah, right. So I kind of learned how to shut it off. And by doing that was just kind of getting back into the everyday swing of things and yeah, kind of letting it sit back and just let go and just say, hey, not right now. Um, I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing things. And and usually spirit respects it at a certain level. I'm also very into crystals and very into saging and all the other different elements yeah. to it to really help my own practice. But that's developed over years for sure. For sure. <laughs> so is it like a mind over matter thing where you... Yes and no, because it's your body that's also intact with it. So, like, yeah. I'll get feelings like if someone lost their life because they were suffocating or they, like, they were choking, like, I'll get, like, really tightness up in okay. my neck and chest. And then, like, the heart attack, I'll usually get heart palpitations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll get a snap clap, which means quick, fast. So they pass suddenly. And, like, All so right. there's, like, certain <laughs> symbols that I cannot stop them from coming. So... When sometimes it happens, I'll just literally push my own energy out of my energetic field and seal it off so no one else can come in. 
It's a lot of visualization, which sounds kind of crazy, but it's so true that it works. (laughs) So you mentioned those people were really Catholic. Did you grow up religious? Yeah. Does that ever play into it? Do you have... Yeah. Any sort of overwhelming <laughs> like prophecies? Yeah, like religious feelings. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a ton of them actually, which is wild. I never thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um so I was born Catholic and then we left the Catholic Church when I was about seven or eight. Um and then we went into evangelical church and which was fine. I like that they had a full band. Um, so it was like rock mu- rock Christian rock music. Okay. <laughs> um, so it made Sundays a little better than the traditional mass. Yeah. Um, but after that, um, I stopped going once I was in kind of high school. And, mm-hmm. and then I developed my own spiritual path. Um, but I have had the opportunity to channel with some beings like Jesus and who was, did walk this earth. Um, One of the biggest messages that I like to say, because it's so true, is Jesus never wanted him to be a religion. He did not want himself, Jesus Christ, to be a religion. He wanted us to understand that there is more than meets the eye and there is God. And God is all and God is everything. And um, God is all around us. um, And we are just the vessels. We are literally like vehicles and our souls are what's driving us right now. Um, and when you feel this energy, some people may, and cause I, it's interesting. So I'm tapping into the collective conscious and I'm hearing the people who are listening to the podcast and the questions they ask. Okay. And, and so one of them's like, well, how do you know it's really Jesus and not another entity? Um, and it's all about the feeling and the vibe that you receive. So for me, that means it's coming through my crown chakra. It's not coming through a lower chakra. If that were the case, I would understand that it's coming from a lower vibrational plane. Um, on top of that, it's the way they speak in the dialect. So it is very more, it's much more formal when okay. I'm speaking with Jesus, because when Jesus walked this earth, they spoke very differently, not yeah. saying, hey, what's up, yo, like, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other piece of it is archangels. I love to work with archangels. Um, and archangels are designed to help us here on earth. The thing people don't understand all the time, though, is you have to ask for their help for them to interfere with free will. Here on earth, we have this beautiful thing called free will, aka we can do what? ever we want um which is great and not great um so when these archangels want to help us out they're observing but you have to say archangel michael please protect me archangel Raphael, please send me healing energy um so or archangel gabriel please help me with my communication with spirit those are all key aspects that have truly helped me feel confident in my practice and what i'm doing and also understand that i'm divinely supported on the other side um, but I also want to mention that I've done other in work with other deities and different religions as well. So um, there's a few in the Hindu religion that I've worked mm-hmm. with, like Ganesh, who's all about opportunity and removing obstacles. Um, and then on the other hand, I've worked with some, um, with Buddha and um, the peaceful different aspects of life calling into it as so well. You, so you, then you don't. I don't believe. put myself in a box. Okay. <laughs> so you don't believe that like, you no. know, Jesus and God are the one That's and only. That's it. No, 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 no. Uh, I think, I think every religion, if you, we take away the characters mm-hmm. and we take away their personalities, 
It is all be kind, do it with utmost respect and higher vibration and understand that others have that same power within them Mm -hmm. to raise the vibrational frequency of the earth to make us everyone a happy place. That's what we all want. Peace on earth. In every religion, well, I mean, not like the spaghetti meatball religion, you know, I always say that one, you know, because that's like a wild card. But the, the <laughs> big, big guns, I'll say, of religion. The pasta, uh, pastafarians. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> yes, I know. So I'm not sure about them, but I do know yeah. um, with like Buddhists and Muslim and um, Catholicism, it's really, if you take it all away, it's the same message. Be kind to one another. Yeah, well, it should be. It should be, but we all like to... Yeah, because I was raised Catholic. Once I was done with all the sacraments, I was done. Yep. Um, My big argument uh, growing up was, well, if if God is everywhere, then why do I have to go to a church? Exactly. (laughs) And I totally get that. So so for a while, I was very, you know, very much an atheist that... uh, but now I just have more of a fascination with all the different religions. Yeah, exactly. And I don't really ever want to be in that box. I don't ever want, I don't like organized religion. I don't think it, not a lot of good comes from it on the bigger Big, scale, yeah, you know. With uh, the money especially. Yeah, the money and the wars and, you know, people it's killing all, each other over it. Yeah. On the bigger scale, no good comes from it. So I'm sort of against it. it I totally, I totally get you. But, you know, I was going to bring up, I, I just read uh, a book. Living is dying is the name of it. I knew oh, I had okay. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so he, it was written. Um, he's a, uh, he's a llama. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's just one like, of the Dalai Lama, or, or it's yeah, is not the Dalai Lama, but he's a llama, which is like uh, yes. you know, kind of like a high priest in Buddhism. Buddhism. Yep. I'm I'm butchering it, and somebody's. So gonna, it's okay. I am too, <laughs> you know but I, mean? I we yeah. un, we're on the same wavelength, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is the, the important part. Hopefully, the listeners are too. <laughs> so, so most of the book was extremely interesting because um, he he talks just about how death is inevitable, we all die, but we're all so afraid of it, we are also against talking about it, that it's hurting us as a collective True. unit as life. We would all be living a much different life if we all knew how we were going to die, when we were going to die. You, you'd you live for today as yes. opposed to... So that's kind of what he promotes in the book. There's whole chapters in this book that are dedicated to Buddhism and what prayers and chants they should be saying on their deathbed or what you should be saying to a loved one if they're dying because they can't say it because they're on their way out. Yeah, And it did explain a lot of like... Uh, their um, their beliefs as far as like what happens when you die, where you go, where your spirit goes. Oh, and the life when review back. and all of that crazy stuff for sure. Yeah, so it's just it's so interesting to be raised in a, a way where you're like, oh, it's if such. You're, if you're good, you die, you go to heaven. If you're a bad, bad person, you go to hell. And I remember just being against the whole idea organized religion you're going you're a teenager i'm I'm a teenager and i'm going and and they're they're saying you know if you're a bad person if you sin it's like everybody does all these sins exactly so it's just helpful exactly (laughs) this is hell as i like to say sometimes yeah and um it was interesting to read that book and to see the comparison and to be raised in a way where you're thinking good bad hell have heaven and hell and and that's it Exactly. And there's no in-between place or, you know, it's, I, I just, 
And there are souls that do get lost. I do want to say that, right. um, which does happen. And we all go to the same place. I hate I hate to break it to you guys, but um, we all end up going to I the think same that's, place. I think that's what I was getting at. How much, how much does the heaven and hell thing aspect, way. aspect play into it? You know, there are religions that don't believe that. And they believe in reincarnation, but there's... I wish I could remember the details of that book. Oh, yeah. I like, truly do believe in reincarnation. I, I remember my past lives, which is really cool. Bodo place or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. It starts with a B. I'll is remember it, it the second you leave. Yeah, okay. I think so. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Bodhi uh, play, journey or journey. something like yeah, that. Yeah, where, you're, where you're, you've just deceased and your spirit's there. And then you like, do your you're review. Kind of like, yes, you're, like, you're being reviewed on uh, all your merit and the decisions you've made and how they've impacted yes. other individuals yeah and yes. i mean so that's um, the most of that book talks about that and i just i'm like wow like that's such an interesting yeah. thing to learn although i don't retain most yeah of it. well that's what it happens because you're, you're yeah. you retain what you're meant to retain and yeah. your subconscious is retaining a lot more than you even understand mm -hmm. um especially in those kinds of debt it doesn't seem dense because you enjoy it but it yeah. is dense material because it's hard to fathom and wrap your mind around these concepts yeah. that are so much more than our human shape that we have mm -hmm. right now um, but yeah, one thing a lot of people like to ask is like, what happens if I go to hell? And I'm always like, well, you don't, you don't go to hell. Um, you get, um, you kind of get escorted to the place in that your next place where you're going, whether it's loved ones that, um, escort you or a spirit guide. Um, and then you go into your life review. Um, and in your life review, you get to see everything you've done, all the decisions you've made and how they've affected others. So, yeah. and the biggest thing is there are no judgments. Um, the only person to judge you is yourself. So, I mean, like, that's, like, the worst in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the absolute worst. <laughs> exactly. So, that's why they're, like, and that's what I think, in my eyes, so people nervous. sense purgatory <laughs> is. Because you're right. have it's a hard, challenging time that you're having to watch you make the mistakes that you've already made and see how it impacts others. Um, so once that period is over, then you start to do into the ascension process and going into the higher unconditional loving energy vibe mm. that we all know and feel and hope for and love. Right. Um, and, <laughs> but when certain souls kind of get lost in the mix, that does happen if they have a loss that is sudden and they mm. necessarily do not want to come to terms with it themselves. So great example, Anthony, the gentleman who was living mm -hmm. in my house, um, a barber, you wouldn't expect him to be kind of stuck in, and he was cutting hair in my house for tens and tens of years, you know, a bunch right. of bunch of years. Um, and I didn't know this, but he, my mom actually called in a professional medium to help, help us understand all of this. And when her and I were channeling together, which was something really cool, which I didn't know was possible until yeah. I had her come in and we channeled together was that he actually had a brain aneurysm and it happened so suddenly that he left his body and went home okay because he was working he was working as a barber and he left the barbershop and went home and it was almost just like because time doesn't exist so because time doesn't exist yeah. it's very hard for us to understand that but he just kept going as if nothing changed right nothing and changed so to him. Yeah. and then all of a sudden he tried to talk to me and he could hear that i could hear him or see that i could hear him and he was like wait a minute something's off hmm. I, no one's been able to hear me for a very long time. Right. 
Um, so to have that interaction and then be able to call up the Rainbow Bridge to help cross him over to the other side and have his um, his wife and kids on the other side waiting for him yeah. and have that feeling. And you really feel the energy leave when you are able to cross over a soul. And I don't know if you can kind of feel it right now, um, but the wave of the energy that's leaving because there's a lot of energetic from Anthony that is still attached to me um, because he was meant to help me on this on this um, earth and this lifetime to help me understand my gifts. So he actually plays a key role um, as one of helping me on my spirit team on the other side. Um, but whenever I call him in, he's like, here I am. Let's do it. Let's yeah. party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I can feel it. It's, it's definitely it... <laughs> a weird vibe. It's kind of almost like it creates a space where only you and I exist. Okay. It's that kind of feeling. You'll feel it eventually, I promise. Okay. <laughs> so who who inspired you? To kind of make this public and yeah. create a business out of it. Absolutely. And, and, you know, do this instead of just being like, you know what, I'm all set with this. Oh, shut it I'm, in the closet and, and gonna lock go be it up. An accountant. <laughs> oh, uh, I already ha I did have my corporate world. I've, I've done yeah. it. So um, like anyone, I was like, I am not going to do this. And I was like, I am... When I figured all this out, I was like, you know what? I don't, I'm going to continue getting my supply chain degree, mm -hmm. going to school. I, and I have always been into business. I've loved Shark Tank. I've loved all the business shows as a very young kid. So there was no question that I was going to be in business. Did I think I was going to be a psychic medium, AKA That's So Raven? No, I did not. <laughs> but that's what happened. <laughs> that's um, so <laughs> and so I was like, okay. So I went back to school and I actually came with a lot of different health challenges. So I have what's called Elhers-Danlos syndrome, which is a connective tissue disorder, causes a crazy long list of symptoms. Um, then I got diagnosed with a few other syndromes as well. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let that stop me. Mm -hmm. um, I actually ended up getting an internship, another internship. And I, it was, my mom was like, you know what? Just work for me for a few weeks. I want to, and that of course was a hard job because it's your, my mom's not like one who's like, you can sit in the corner and just do that. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I did $55,000 of food ordering in two weeks. Like it was crazy. <laughs> so we actually went to this event and I had this very intuitive feeling to network with one of the people who were speaking at one of the panels. So I walk up and he was um, from Gildane Building Company okay. and which is a pretty well-known building company. And I said, hi, my name's Savannah. Um, I'm here to be your next intern. And I just pretty much pitched myself. And he was like, we don't really have any positions, but you know, the fact that you just came up here and did this, I'm going to give you my card. I'm going to give you an interview. Nice. I go in the interview. It's a two-hour interview with him, who is a like a really big vice president and another vice president. So it's mm -hmm. me and these two vice presidents. Two hours go by, and he goes, you know, I don't have a job for you, but I have someone at Rhode Island Commerce, um, the economic development office for the state, that it really needs someone, and I think you'd be the perfect fit. So then that interview led to another interview, yeah. which led into an internship, which turned into a full-time job. Um, so I worked for the state of Rhode Island for two and a half years okay. doing economic development, helping um, women and minority-owned businesses get into the cool. supply chains of the largest um, employers in the state. Cool. So with that, I learned event stuff, but I also learned business stuff and how to get a small business going and what small businesses really need to be that cutting edge kind of what are the gaps. And I actually helped 
small businesses fill those gaps and figure cool. out where in their marketing they needed this and that and the other thing. Arthur, maybe we should talk. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I do small business <laughs> consulting as well. Um, so yeah, so with all of that, and I actually got to build my program's website and I actually designed the database from ground up. So I was doing coding and all this crazy stuff yeah. that I, and I never had done it before. I, my good friend Google helped me out through that whole <laughs> process. Um, but yeah, so and it was then, and I had only told a few people. Right. Very, very, like not even my boss really knew. Um, and, you know, I wasn't sure. And then it came a point where I could get in. I needed a pay raise and they weren't willing to give it to me because I was still in school. So yes. because I didn't have the degree, they said that wasn't enough. So I said, okay, bye. Like I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. But and, and it was really hard for me because I had built this program from before it was even public yeah. to this point. Um, but I knew it was the right decision for me. And I actually networked my way into another economic development job and did a part-time job. And then I was going back to school full-time and that's when COVID hit. And mm. when COVID hit, like a lot of people, my world got shifted upside down and my health got shifted as well. Yeah. So I had to face a ton of health challenges, which had me leaving my other job, which was even more devastating because that was something I couldn't control. Yeah. Um, and when that kind of, I was coming out of that period, that dark period, I was like, you know what? I was put on this earth to be a psychic medium. And I was, at the time, I think I was 24. So I was like, you know what? I've been doing these readings. I've been, and I was doing it as a side hustle the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't marketing myself. I didn't have a website. I didn't have a yeah, social media. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd get texts yeah. from people in Pennsylvania being like, hey, I've heard of you from a friend. Like, are you a yeah, psychic right. medium? And I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm all happily <laughs> hook you up. So um, it was funny. And I was finally kind of just like, you know what? This is what I was meant to be. And how am I going to be telling other people how to live their most authentic self and their most authentic life if I'm not doing it. Because mm -hmm. that's not how it works. You have to be walking the walk and talking the talk to yeah. be able to be successful in my eyes. So yeah. because of that, I said, you know what? My mom called it spiritually coming out, which I love. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was in February of 2021 where I had my website. I designed my website myself, did the whole thing. And I put it out there. And then ever since then, I've been doing podcasts and events and just different avenues and aspects of yeah. infiltrating the market. And it's been amazing. It's It's been really ramping up. Honestly, since October it has been nonstop. So I'm cool. so happy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of an open-ended question. Totally. I'm down. And it's, and it's, uh, it's something I've brought up on the show before. So yeah. people, listeners you know old listeners know so do you think this is something that's hereditary yeah or do you think it's just nah. kind of comes from past life or whatever yeah it, it i think it's a combination okay so for me personally if we looked at my family lineage on both sides of my family there are psychics um so my grandmother on my mom's side uh, my grandmother's mother mm -hmm. she read tea leaves Okay. So, um, and that was known forever, but like just how it was. And then on my dad's side, my cousin, my, and he's a cousin, but we call him Uncle Joey because he's like a second cousin. Yeah. You know how it is. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do know how yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Uncle Joey. Um, so he actually had the gift and he had it 
so, so, so prominent that um, he woke up one night and out of a dead sleep and said, there's going to be ambulances everywhere. Everyone needs to wake up and get out of the house. Um, next door, the house was on fire. Wow. And yeah. then all the, right then was when, all, when they all came, all the ambulances and the fire and they had lost lives in that house. Wow. And um, he actually got violently, violently sick every time he would get a premonition. So he shut it off and locked it away. But it got so crazy to the point where we have called him and had him come to, and he lived in Florida. And he would, we, we had him come to Rhode Island before because of crazy things that have happened in mm. our house um, before I was born. So, um, but. It does come on both sides for sure in my family. Do I think that's why I have it? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, everyone is psychic. Um, it's about to the amount of extent you want to be psychic. If you want yeah. to open it up and you wanted to allow it in, so many people shut it off. Because mm. it, it's scary. It is scary. I will not lie. It is very crazy and scary things happen that make no sense. So the question is, how do you turn it on? And how do you turn it off? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Because, well, you know, my my great-grandmother um, used to tell uh, read fortunes, yeah. tell, uh, read cards, and uh, she was a fortune teller. And she had such a well-established business that uh, she lived in New Bedford, Mass., and she had, like, a closed-in front porch. Yeah. Lines. And every time we went there on the weekend, there would be people waiting in lines. I, I literally, I was like, lines. There's lines. Yeah, there's I see line. the lines like coming around the building sometimes for her because they were like just waiting to get so it. So they died. My great grandparents died when I was a kid. And I have very few memories of that house in the state it was at that time. And that's something that I remember from the house of coming in and there being strangers. People. Strangers to us. Yeah. Sitting on the porch, waiting, and she'd be like, "Oh, you guys want coffee, tea?" You that know, she's, exactly. It's like any. It's like you go in there she's and you're being like, "Hostess." Exactly. That's <laughs> there. It's so funny how often yeah. that's how it works. It's like you can tell that her vibe. People yeah. just resonated with it and felt at home and yeah. felt people safe. made business decisions based on what she was telling. Exactly. Them. And my grandmother also did it. Uh, she also read cards and stuff, and I don't know if that was a taught thing from her mom. Yeah. Or if it was. You know, some sort of, <laughs> uh, you know, something yeah. that she, uh, that she to, knew she had. Yeah. So and, with you, it's interesting because I've already tapped in and I see your third eye is trying to open simultaneously. You are very nervous and you don't want it to happen, <laughs> 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 which is so common. I Can I tell you? But yeah. like you do have a prominent gift and you know you have that kind of second sense, like the <laughs> intuition vibes where you're like, you'll hear something and then it will happen right after, right? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you lean into it, but then you also, something happens that's a little too close for comfort for you and you like take three steps back and you're like, I don't want to do that again. Right? Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, as long as you keep coming out and saying, I want to lean into it more, um, it's going to keep developing over time and okay. it's going to keep coming on and staying on. Um, I When I say shutting it on and shutting it off, you can shut it off only so much. I mm -hmm. can shut off the mediumship part, the psychic stuff. I cannot always shut off. That is just how it is. So psychic yeah. is easier to get in tune with than mediumship. It's like the next level. Yeah. 
So when you, that's what I was just gonna ask. <laughs> See, like, it's how it's, it works. I read your so mind. So it is, it is separate. <laughs> yes. And do you think that people that are mediums or people that have kind of a little bit of a psychic, yeah, ability, do you think they also can be a medium too, or is it completely? It's not completely, completely separate. Nope, or? not completely separate. Okay. So and not at all. See, that's a scary part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like a, and. It's all about vibration. So to con- connect with spirits, it's a higher vibrational frequency than if you were to connect with psychic level things on the three-dimensional here on this earth plane. Okay. So to get past that level, to communicate with spirits and to connect with spirits, it just takes practice. And practice, I know this sounds kind of silly, but like literally saying, grandma, tell me something and you clearing a blank slate on your on the like on your mind's eye whatever comes through that is what they are saying okay and it's like you <laughs> have to trust it the key to it unlocking your gifts is trusting and knowing you know what you're doing and knowing yeah. what you're hearing is the right information um to this day do i still question myself Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, because I'm still, I'm right now I'm 26, just trying to live my best life. So like, obviously things, I'll be like, oh, that's what that meant. Damn. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> And it's like, I'm very good with police officers. So like, I'll know if there's a police officer coming up. But like, yeah. It's, <laughs> is that, do you have to do it? Every time I've been pulled over, I no. say, shit, I'm going to get pulled over. Yeah, exactly. It's... And it's not that I'm drunk. No, you know, it's just I've never whatever. been drunk driving or anything no. like that. I've always. It's you just been you're like, like oh, this man, is it. It's coming. I should slow down. I'm going to get pulled over. Yeah. And Ten and... minutes later, I'm like, why didn't I listen to myself? Yeah, exactly. And I knew that's. I was like, I was being told to talk about the police. And, yeah. and I'm like, all right, I will. It happens. Every exactly. Time. That's exactly. And it's that you have to trust. Huh. And I'm so, I think it's so funny that that's exact example is what you needed to hear yeah. is to trust about the police. <laughs> that is strange. It's odd. It's, it, no, it's, it's all good, meant though. to be. It's very good. Yes, yes, for sure. But for me to come out and to do this, it was definitely daunting and scary at first, no question. But I was kind of just ready, you know, if people want to think and say things about me, that doesn't matter to me. I'm not here to make people believe in what i do yeah. i'm here to help people you're answering my questions before i get to ask I'm them i'm so just glad i want you to know that <laughs> i was just gonna ask you how do you it's not written down either it's nothing i sent to you i was just gonna ask how people perceive you <laughs> so this is that That's psychic weird. part i was talking where i can kind of read your mind yeah <laughs> it's yeah. it's so um... i was gonna ask if, how how if you've had backlash or if you've had anybody yeah. Be cruel to you yeah. where you clearly don't deserve it because you're just trying to do your thing. I've had, I've lost friends over it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, and it was hard. I lost my best friend um, over me being who I am because they thought I was crazy, yeah. which I totally get. Now, <laughs> I was also 21 and like. Yeah, you're younger. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> going wild. Yeah. Um, and that was more when I didn't have it under control. Right. Um, You're trying I'm, to tell them to avoid that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Um, I'm fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate and blessed that certain individuals that that did happen to have come back into my life since. And we've both been like, well, you know, we were so young and we we're both in a different yeah. place in our lives now. So it's really great. Like the um, one of my really 
close best friends, we we just started reconnecting again. So I'm yeah. very happy for that. But yeah, the spiritual awakening and the spiritual journey, not only for a psychic medium, but for anyone is a very lonely journey because you outgrow your friends at a very fast rate. Yeah, I can imagine. Because you're on this kind of balls to the wall, a spiritual transformation, badass energy. And anyone who gets in your way is going to get either come with you for the ride or get thrown out the window. Yeah. And that's just, there is no <laughs> happy medium. So. Thrown out of a window of a moving train. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like a bullet train. <laughs> so because of that, I have had to realize that, you know, things, some people aren't meant to be in my life forever. And um, there's been... People like I, my boyfriend at the time when I discovered I had that gift, we're not together anymore, which is understandable. Um, he yeah. was a, an engineering major, you know, very yeah. analytical. analytical, and I'm. <laughs> And I'm very analytical too, which you wouldn't always yeah, think, right. but um, <laughs> it was just like, I could tell our vibrations and we, we weren't meshing like we yeah. used to it. And that's when you realize you start to drift apart from people. Yeah. And that's the part of life. And that's a the part of the game of life. Um, I like to say, because it is a game. We all came here to live and have the human experience. Worst part though, the human experience is all about the hard stuff, the yeah. grief, the sadness, the anger, the frustration, um, but with that, we get to find true joy and yeah. true happiness. And we forget everything before we come into this lifetime, not like other lifetimes. Can I tell you, we remember it all in other <laughs> lifetimes. And this one, we we have a blank slate. Blank slate, have to relive it all. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. You know, so on the emotional end too, it's just, uh, it's crazy that uh, people don't experience as much heartbreak as they used to. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the past lives are really trying to teach us something because things were a lot harder than they are now. No kidding. And it's like also with that, you have to understand like the soul's journey. So everyone's, every single soul's journey is very unique. Um, and you know, when people say like, you're on the right path and, and you're mm. like, yeah, 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 shut up. Like I hear it. It's totally fine. I say the yeah. same thing too, but there is no wrong way to live life on earth. It is so true. And I know I hear people saying, well, you know, what about if you went to jail or if you did this or if you did that? There's lessons to be learned from that. Yeah. And whichever life path you choose, your lessons are going to be learned. Whether you want to learn them or not, you'll learn them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if not, you'll repeat it in the next lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so I have another question for you. Yeah. Is there any connection spiritually to any physical objects? Yeah, absolutely. Or anything like that? Does like, with, no, does, like it, does it come from the person that maybe has passed on? Yeah. Are they connected to like an object or whatever? Yeah. So if you like had, because I'm seeing something, in, they're showing me like a vase or an urn. I'm not really sure. And I, I don't know if that makes any sense with what you're thinking of, but they're really showing and it's like a small and it has a little cap on it, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. Spirit, okay. I spirit's giving me like this very visual of a, a small little, almost like a jewelry box or something like that, um, that you may have or your wife may have of someone who has passed. Oh my God, is that it? Is this from someone who's passed away? Yeah, that was my great grandfather made that. Oh my God, no wonder. And it's, and it's full of old guitar picks. I'm it's dead. Because that's what I was thinking about. It's just strange. I was like, yeah. Cause, so, it, but. It, it, your grandfather also Could, came through um, earlier when I was driving here. I was like, oh, someone's great-grandmother passed away. And I was like, I bet it's his. Um, 
like could you be handed something and know exactly and who it is no or yeah um no i'm or not get very great kind of i can get feelings and vibes from things um but i'm not always like this was your great grandfather's right, but right, i right. will be like i'll tell you what i was seeing and then you're like this is it so how it works is with me as a psychic medium is i don't get to know all the details all i get to know is the very um Things like the vague, box. Yeah, yeah vague box. details um, <laughs> that make sense and resonate to you. But to me, they don't mean anything. So yeah. those are the clues and things like this, which I just think is so funny. And he's like, yes, this was mine. And what he held other stuff in here, though. Yeah, that was used guitar. Pick. Yeah, it, he, he's <laughs> telling me, he goes, this isn't what it was originally made for. But yeah, isn't that funny? That's... I'm no coincidences because I was like he's showing me it because I have a bunch of old shit in my house. Yeah, that, like your you know. um your relatives want to make sure you know that and um is that they're showing me the pipe but I don't think that's it's that exact pipe but there's a specific pipe that someone did smoke I'm not sure who. It's not that one. It's not. I said it's not that one. <laughs> no. I know it's not that one, but it is an older pipe that they said that they like that you have that in that place. Okay. They're saying good right. good vibes there. Okay. <laughs> um, they're tipping their hat off to you, which All is right. a sign of um, respect. But yes, your loved ones are connected to objects, just like your um, that little box. So I know, and I've I've criticized people like um, the guy that was on TV. Which one? Oh, uh, Matt Fraser. No, no, it was a long time ago. John Edwards. <gasps> oh yes. So yes, I yes, kind of yes. criticized him in a way where like he'd go into a giant auditorium full of people. Yep. And he he would ramble off. Oh, there's someone J name, and people would be like, J, you know, it's like he. I feel I felt like it was you generalize. A yes, little, and never was specific. And you know, I really criticized that before. I kind of like before you just said I have. I get a vague. Yeah, I get a vague notion. understanding of details and objects and information, but so I don't in, get the nitty gritty. So in my mind, I can put together why that would be at all significant. significant? Yeah. And the the only thing I can think of is if if we're in this the realm of yeah. my great grandfather. Yeah. My great grandfather was a machinist. He made shit. He made this. He made that. Oh my god. I made that. No wonder. <laughs> I just got full chills. Yeah. So like I don't know. Yes, because that's... that's exactly what it is. See, those are the connections that make like I wouldn't have. But I'm like he's showing me. He's he was yeah. pointing it out like that that it was on the stand specifically, and I was like yeah. okay. But yeah. yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Either, yeah. <laughs> no judgment if you do. Yeah. But literally with that, that's why I pointed out to that because it's and it yeah, makes so connections for you. But to me, I'm like. I, I don't know if that resonates. I yeah, so some, that, I feel crazy when so I say it, most, it sometimes. It mostly works along those lines of it's a partnership. There's some significance. This you kind of have to put the pieces together. Exactly. That's something people don't really fully understand. Is that I wish I had all the details and information. Yeah. Also, I'm glad I don't because like I have my own life to live. I don't need yeah. everyone else's past lives coming in here. <laughs> <laughs> It's I I almost I almost feel like I want to play a game with you. Yeah, but I, I love. Th- I don't I don't want to insult you. And I don't want to, insult like, you. Make you. At worst case scenario, if it doesn't work, we do edit the, it out. Do the tricks. Like yeah. I don't. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I'll t- and, I can uh, tell you a crazy trick though that did happen. If you sure. want to, yeah, I do. I love. <laughs> so um, this was one of my. This is brand new. This happened like not even two months ago. Okay. And I was at Riff Raff, which is a really cool um, bookstore and bar in. Providence and I was there and I like it there because they're open late at night so after um, I work um, 
I do small business consulting, like I told you. Um, yeah. I'll sometimes swing in there and grab a drink and get some work done. And I that sounds awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's like the perfect thing, and it's quiet, and it's like the best ambiance. Honestly, check it out. It's yeah. worth it. Where is it again? Um, it's in Providence. Providence. It's on Valley Street, and it's called Riff Raff Bookstore <laughs> and Bar. Cool. And cafe. It's so good. So I was there and I was finishing up my work and I was kept getting like applications, applications. And I look at the bartender and I'm like, oh, she just applied for things. And so I was like, whatever, not going to do it. And then it kept happening again and again. And I was like, fine, I'll talk to her. I'll talk to her when I am done. And so I like finished up my last email, went to the bathroom. As I was coming out of the bathroom, I, I approached the bartender and I was like, hi, I know this is really crazy, but did you just put in applications for something? And she goes, I just put in eight applications for grad school. And she was like, and I have no idea where I'm going next. And I was like, your grandfather's with you and wants to let you know that. And she just starts crying. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I was like, did he do what you want to do? He goes, she goes, yeah, he was a writer just like me. So this isn't even the crazy part. This is like a normal day for me. And so then I'm talking to her and there's these two gentlemen at the bar um, as well. And it's pre- it's only us three customers there on the bartender. And they're like, oh, we want to um, check out. Would you mind? And I'm like, oh, yes. So sorry. Like I took her away from her job. Her grandfather was coming through. <laughs> and he was, they were like, what? And I was like, yes, I'm a psychic medium. And they were like, me next. And I was like, I actually do this for work. I'm, if you'd like to book a reading, I'll be right. happy to do that. Um, but once in a while, sometimes when something so prominent comes forward, um, I need to give the message. And so then all of a sudden, one of the gentlemen, he stands up and he's right around my age and he goes and grabs a deck of cards right by the bar cart. And I'm like, oh no. Um, like yeah, I right. did the first thing I'm like, I get nervous because it's like, magician yeah, and exactly. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so then he's like, I want to try something as I'm telling, I finished the story of like how I figured out I was a psychic medium and he's like, I want to try something. And I'm like, okay, sure. What do I, I was like, but just so you know, like, I don't know what you're about to do. <laughs> so he's yeah. like, no, I know. No problem. And he says, when I, when you feel the right place, say stop. And he's, he put his hand on the deck and he started flipping through them. And I say, stop. He says, pull the card, pull the card on the top. When he split the deck, I pull it. It's the nine of hearts. And he goes, I want you to put that. He goes, don't tell anyone. I want you to put that card in my mind. And I'm like, yes, I do this. I can do this. This part, I was like, if you you wanted me to read your mind, that's a little more challenging because I don't necessarily know when I'm reading your mind. But if I want to project my thoughts onto someone else's mind, I'm very good at that. Okay. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. So how's your interview going so far? Yeah. (laughs) To me, I think it's going pretty well. Um, (laughs) Is there anything else you want me to ask? (laughs) Sorry, keep going. No, no, it's perfect. Um, So then I'm like, okay, it's nine hearts. So I like yell at him into his head and I put it perfectly visually the nine of hearts and he goes is it a nine and I'm like yep and then he goes is it the hearts is it the nine of hearts and I show the card all everyone all four of us are like oh my god and he goes hold on let's I he's like hold on he takes a card and he puts it back in the deck and he goes I want you to when you feel like he shuffled, 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 shuffled. Yeah. I'm just asking questions to the bartender about her so, grandfather right. still. Yeah. And and I literally Grandpa's like, still Yeah, there. yeah. I'm like and I'm like, um I was like, Did you shuffle? He's like, Oh yeah, I shuffled. He goes, I want you to do it again and pull up the same exact card. I'm like, Okay. Now we're getting a now little. Doing... This is hard. I'm like, I was nervous. Now we're doing David Blaine. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he does it, he flips, and I say, Stop, and I'm like, This isn't right. 
I, I say out loud, I'm like, that's not the right one. But I do it. He pulled the, I pull it. And I, it's the nine of hearts. Nice. <laughs> he does it one more time. When I tell you, I pulled that nine of hearts the third time. <laughs> we all, I thought I was on America's Got Talent. I yeah. thought I was getting tricked and I was the one pulling the card. Right. That's what I would have thought too. Like, this guy knows what I'm he's like, doing. this is wild. Like I was like, and I did the numbers out. And for me to get the right card in his head and Analytical, pull it three yeah. times. Yeah, of course. And the analytical face, yep. Um, one, The odds were 1 to 147, 680 to 1. Wow. That it, for me to pull the card all those times and put it in his mind, only for me then someone else grabbed the deck and then I put the five of clubs in their head. Wow. <laughs> and I get the clubs and spades mixed up, which is the funny part. And he goes not spades it's not the spades and that's literally what i was selling myself in that (laughs) wow that's wild yeah so that was my craziest trick that i have done so far okay so that's good to know because what i was going to ask you was if i thought of something or but i can't guarantee it'll happen again i don't know right yeah no right of course I, i mean who knows so there's like there's something in my house you have a ghost in your house or no, an object? No, no, an object, a physical object. And it has a, a very significant um, psychic energy. Energy. Yeah. And I don't I don't, I don't want to give you any hints. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm seeing a few different things and I'm kind of confused. Okay. Um, because I'm thinking about different things. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, uh, if they're popping, I'm popping all over the house right now. <laughs> Um, I need you to pick one because otherwise I'm going to be getting something that's matched together. <laughs> yeah, because I know I know exactly what it is, but I'm thinking of other stuff. But, <laughs> exactly. See, I'm, I'm on two all over the place. <laughs> I'm like, I'm seeing. So like, if I could think of something, could you, could you. I could try. You could try to be like, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Or would you, could you walk through my house and point to it? Yeah. I could happily try that too. Okay, I love to do that stuff. <laughs> right. but like I'm very I don't game. You... No, I'm yeah, I'm very wanna... like I don't take offense to a lot of stuff. So if you want to try it, as long as you know that it may not work, okay, chances are it's gonna work. But like I always like to give my disclosure. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm seeing the thing. There's one object that I'm seeing that's like, a, it's like, a, I'm seeing like a rod or it's taller and it's like, I'm not sure. And it's like, it's like a pull. It's like a pull, but not a pull. And I don't even understand what exactly it is. Okay. But it has this, it's showing me the detail of the, around it. And it's like a spinning. So you just gave me chills because you thought of something that belongs to my wife. And her side of the family. And I'm thinking of something. <laughs> That's, I'm seeing that. That is what I'm seeing. That okay. is one of your most psychic objects in the house by far. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. That's not what I was thinking of. I'll <laughs> but you show, got I'll the show feeling. You, you got the vibes. Because <laughs> you said it. And I was like, that's not mine. <laughs> that's not what I'm thinking of. And it's interesting that that would be. Yeah. And I keep seeing it. Yeah. The physical where it is in the house is not far away from the thing I was thinking about. Oh, which also may be wild. Yeah. Because I'm seeing... Should I close my eyes and like? I'm like it? trying to. I'm seeing... It. My eyes are closed, but I'm like, is it on a table that you're looking at or no? It's on the surface. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a surface. It's like, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's like a... 
it's on there and it's like, is it, I don't want to say figurine. I mean, it's, do you know what I mean? <sighs> yeah, you're still thinking of the same thing. I, I am of the yeah. first thing, yeah. first object. Okay, then I, apparently that object is very much connected to the family lineage. I can't. I want to see it. I can't wait. Okay, I'm like so excited. <laughs> Do you want me to pause it? And you can go yeah. look. All right. <laughs> I'm like I'm not afraid of voodoo hoodoo vibes, but yeah, totally. Um, yeah, that's she, her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. No wonder we get along so well. So it's. So that was. Uh, so that was interesting. We went upstairs. Oh, yes. I'll let the listeners let know, know what just happened. Let, let them in on what the hell's going on. So we went upstairs and <laughs> Sav pointed out um, a few objects in the house that actually are significant. <laughs> things that I were was sort of thinking of. Think, you know, and we talked about this uh, this book that I have that was my great grandmother's and it, it was, was wild. It had a lot of residual wild. energy in it. And it was definitely had its witchy vibes, which I'm always here for. <laughs> I loved it. And I think it's going to be a great tool for you to unlock your next level of intuition. I hope I can do that. You I'm totally can. <laughs> you totally can. With the help of Google Translate, you will be able to. Because <laughs> yeah. for you guys who don't know, the whole book is in Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't read Portuguese. I don't know any, <laughs> not a word of Portuguese, really. And then one of my favorites was when I was saying earlier about the pole. And then we mm -hmm. found not only the pole that was from the light fixture that you um, that you, belongs to your yeah. wife, but also there was a fishing pole hanging up on your wall. Yeah, she's that, like, this is the pole. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> Oh, I forgot I hung on the wall. Yes. Which is. was my grandfather's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I always love to go through um, psychic energy through people's yeah. houses. Books are one of the things I don't connect with as easily because so many different people hold books. Right. So that's one thing I have picked up on over the years. So that's, I think that's why I was thinking of the book. Yes. You know, and obviously, like you said. It but we picked up on a ton harder. of other things. Yeah. You, you were seeing stuff that that I and was the thinking ball. of. Yeah, the, you were thinking, I was thinking of the crystal ball and then kept having to tell myself to stop thinking about the crystal ball because it's not here. It's at my mother's house. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. Okay, so we're at a point in the show. Yes. We're well, well past the point in the show <laughs> that I'd like to ask you odd questions. Let's do it. So these are... Just fun questions. Some of them pertain to what you're doing. Some of them are just fun, off the wall. Uh, would you rather vacation on the beach or in the mountains? Oh, that's a really tough question. <laughs> I live by the beach, so I'm gonna say mountains. Okay, cool. <laughs> but if I didn't live by the beach, it'd be a different story. Yeah, the beach is about a mile from here. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, I'm a mountains girl. Um, cool. I actually went camping to the darkest place on the eastern seaboard by myself. This past um, summer, it yeah, I know, right? Crazy. Eight hours away. It's in um, Cowdersport, Pennsylvania. It's okay. called Cherry Spring State Park. And if you like stargazing, I, when I tell you there were shooting stars that made me cry, cool. I have never felt energy on that. You say cool. I cried. Yeah. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like perfect. That's just That's what so I cool want. That you, I heard that you cried. <laughs> yeah, literally. But it was so moving. Like nice. with, they're so close because you're also on a mountaintop. So you're fifteen hundred feet above sea level. Yeah. So because of that, it's like you you're touching stars. So I'm I like the mountains, I will have to say that. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Pizza or tacos? Pizza. I have an uni <laughs> pizza oven at home. I am hardcore pizza. 
You have a what? Have you heard of an uni pizza? No. <gasps> oh my God, I'm about to change your life because you need to buy one today. Um, It's a pizza oven that hooks up to a propane tank. So, okay. so yeah, even easier. You travel, you can travel with it if you wish. Um, And it gets to a thousand degrees and it makes the best Neapolitan pizza. Nice. Literally like it's straight out of Naples. Um, And I've been to Naples and had the pizza there. And it, when I tell you, it's pretty much the closest thing you can get. It really is. Cool. Yes. Uh, what animal are you afraid of? Oh, afraid of a lot of animals. Um, I don't do well. <laughs> um, probably I'm not. I'm really not a fan of anything that's in water. I I like okay. to swim in the ocean, but I like distance. I've had some bad experiences. I've been stung by bad jellyfish. I've been had fish bite my camera. I've underwater cameras. <laughs> I've had schools of millions of minnows around me. I don't think I belong underwater that long. <laughs> so because of that, I think it's like I'm in their territory kind of right. an energy. But I mean the usual snakes and stuff like that too. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite dish to cook? Very food oriented. I, yes, I love food. So that I'm here for it. I have a collection of Barefoot Contessa cookbooks. So anything cool. out of those because nice. I always like to try something different and new. Um, and if you haven't picked up a cookbook recently, people, this is your sign to grab one because it's honestly, it can change the game in the kitchen. It's something I learned over COVID for sure. Yeah. Cookbooks help. They do. <laughs> they do. And they hold your hand through the whole process. What is your favorite movie? Favorite movie? I'll say, you know what I really love and I've loved it since I was a kid is the movie Thumbelina. Okay. And it's about a little girl who's the size of your thumb, and she goes on this crazy adventure with fairies and the <laughs> yeah. whole nine, and it's honestly one of my favorite ones I was loved since I was a very little girl. Cool. So I'll go with the classic. All right, so I hope this doesn't stump you. What's your favorite band or musical Oh, music? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it also will stump me, I'll tell you that right now, because of the common questions, I always have the hardest. Because it's too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just too easy, almost. Um... You know, I've been really vibing with Willow. Okay. Willow Smith. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, you see me trying to think yeah, of who the hell I was. <laughs> I was like Willow Smith. Um, and and like, I oh, also. Wait, he mentioned he was an old man. No, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't know. She, um, they, uh, she has a lot of good new music out that I'm okay, here cool. for. Um, and it, her vibes just totally changed since whipping her hair back and forth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then another artist I really, really like that's kind of. Um, I'll say the classics is I'm a big Gaga fan. Katy Perry, the huge, you know, anyone who grew up in the 2000s. Yeah, cool. So if you could live anywhere in the world, except for where you live now. Yeah, that's Where, where would you fine. like to live? I would love, I haven't even been there, um, but I've heard Arizona has this crazy magical energy. Okay. And I would love to live there and spend some time there. Also Bali, you know, like also just the uh, opposite side of the world. Um, but any place that is super spiritually rooted, I right. would love to be able to spend some time there. That would be cool. really like a dream come true. My brother and sister-in-law used to live in... Uh, really? Yeah, Arizona. Oh my God. Yeah. Cool. It's a love good place. It. Yes. Hot as hell. That's what I've heard. I hope the, I hope the move... Yeah. Uh, and it was like January. It was like 80 degrees in oh my shade. God. Oh, my God. It was God. January. So we came from here. And to go to yeah. hottest places. Yeah. Oh, so hot there. And uh, But it's really cool. And, you know, driving out there, 
It's dry though. To see the yeah, it's not humid at all. There's yeah, no humidity. But to drive out there and to see the scenery go from he moved from Providence, and uh, you know to see the East Coast into like the desert you of know, nothing to, to like farmland in like Oklahoma, yeah, and Tennessee where there's just nothing. Like you, you it's so flat. You could just look out and like see forever because it was January. There was no oh crops. So you're just like, wow, I didn't know I could see for miles. That's insane. And then you go into the, you know, the desert and all the plateaus and amazing stuff. Yeah. It, it was from the seat of a car and you're like, wow. This, this is, is insane. Yeah. It was a cool, it was really cool. Uh, what superpower? You almost, you kind of do, do have a superpower. I do have a superpower. But, uh, <laughs> what other superpower would you, would you if like I to couldn't, have? If I couldn't have the one I had currently had and I had to have another yeah. one. Or I could just add it on. Yeah. I would love to, there's probably two, but I'll choose one. I'll do teleporting because I hate travel time. <laughs> so like if I could just be somewhere, I would totally do that. What was the other one? The other one, um, <laughs> it was it was to um, be invisible, to okay. be able to have that cloak of invisibility to just sit back and watch because I do love to just sit back and watch. I can do that <laughs> kind of without people necessarily noticing me a lot already, but... Um, sometimes it's a little harder. <laughs> so what do you think a su- uh, what superpower would not be so fun to have? Um, flying kind of scares me just because of height situations yeah. and like trusting that it wouldn't just stop. <laughs> that <laughs> right. kind of an idea. Especially if I'm like flying over an ocean You'd or something. You'd be a low flyer. Yeah, exactly. Low <laughs> in short distances. <laughs> Um, another thing I think that would be like if I had Elsa's superpowers, I think that would just go so wrong. Like if right. I was just freezing everything, not a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Have to wear gloves. Not not with that vibe either. <laughs> you know, gloves and white all the time. Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. And I'm already cold enough. Let's not add more ice. <laughs> all right. This is this is the question. The question. If you could visit any time in history. But only to be a fly in the wall. You can't affect anything. Oh, okay. Uh, where and when would you like to go? I know this sounds so crazy, but it popped into my head like that. Ancient Mesopotamia. Why? I have no clue. <laughs> okay. But I'm being told. Ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> Which is like way, way back in time. You're being told that's where the... But I'm also thinking it's like almost a time before... I. I'm going to kind of change my answer and say previous to that, before time was recorded in that ancient Egyptian kind Mm. of age where um, there was question of the pyramids and how they were built and if they're at what they're really designed for, um, because it really goes well. I don't know if you know anything about sacred geometry, but the um, pyramids are actually directly connected with connected with the. Fibonacci sequence, which is the sequence of life um, and the ever-going mm. spiral. Um, so because of that, I would love to understand what they, what was going through there or what communication they had with potential extraterrestrials or whatever it could have been Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be able to receive that amount of information and be able to build the pyramids with such lack of what we think of as technology right, to yeah. be able to do that. So yeah, that's my final answer. Okay. Forget ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> All right. Forget about them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe someday. <laughs> so, so this is a really good question for you. Yeah. Um, if you could have a coffee or a drink with anyone, living or dead, mm-hmm. just to hang out with for an afternoon or yeah. a day, who, who would you pick? Oh, 
that's another hard one. That's a hard one. And I've never been asked this question. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm and I'm serious. I know that kind of sounded facetious, but I really haven't been asked that. Um probably Jesus. Okay. And just kind of wonder like what do you think? Or or Buddha as well. Well, anyone of that kind of higher frequency and higher vibration, because it far surpasses what I'm capable of also. Like, I'm not trying mm. to say I'm any of those people. Yeah. <laughs> but to be able to communicate with them and understand, like, what was the greatest teaching that may have not been able to be passed forward yeah. with the teachings that you've left behind? Yeah, what's and the real what, message? Yeah, and, well, and yeah. like, what did you, what was the purpose that I can help fulfill here on Earth that you may need um, to get our earthly beings on that next level. So I right. think is that's the kind of to hang out with and talk with and also, but someone cool like Shaq also. <laughs> Shaq is awesome. I love Shaq. Shaq, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is probably my favorite all-time basketball player. Always will be. Hands down. And Kazam. We, how can you not yeah. love that? That's funny. I had a poster of Shaq in my room when I was a kid. And, you know, I'm not even a, big basketball fan i i did share on social media a shack thing the other day that oh my was god cool it was him explaining this every time he goes to the store he buys something for somebody yeah so there's a video of him walking through walmart or whatever yeah and he spent like 40 he maxed out his credit card oh did i saw you that, see that yeah, one? i saw that one too but there was a little boy and he goes hey do you have a bike and the kid's like no i don't have a bike just go pick a bike and the kid's like what it's <laughs> and like he's like Christmas. he's like don't take Anything from strangers. Yeah, but... He's like, he's like talking to the kid's mom. He's like, this is like a one-time... You know, Bang, don't listen to this yeah, like, Don't like do this with anybody else. He's like, I'm Shaq. <laughs> I am I'm Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> he's like, oh, don't, don't do this with anybody else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Shaq would probably be like the number two over like Jesus and Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that My backup. A, it sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the average twenty-six-year-old, like it's like but all right. Listen, Sav, uh, we couldn't get Jesus or Buddha, so Shaq. Honestly, I may be more excited for Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. That's exactly, good. it would be very like or Oprah. I love me some Oprah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you get a car. You get a car. Yeah, yeah. Her and Shaq, they just give shit out. Sounds to like a perfect date for me. I will be there. If aliens came to Earth. They already have. And, okay, <laughs> if, if aliens came to Earth uh, and made a big deal out of it. Okay, cool. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, and you were their tour guide. Yeah. Uh, where would you bring them? I don't even know. I would probably bring them. It depends on how much they already knew. So would you bring them? to experience i would show them nature because i feel like okay. earth nature I yeah i feel like um earth there's not a lot of other places in the universe because the universe is ever expanding as we know crazy um but we have such a delicate ecosystem and mm. such delicate balance here that allows life on earth that i think it would be very beautiful to showcase that and and say you know yes we are people and Human society is very important simultaneously to that. This is the stuff that's really what's beautiful to mm. to a lot of us here. Yeah. So, that's yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Would you show them actual earth or would you be like, hey, this is New York? Yeah. No, I would show, I would probably show them some cities as well to, but then I don't think they would take, they would love that after seeing the nature aspect because right. they'd be like, well, we can see the amount of 
pollution and whatever. Yeah, what else. are you doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, we're not the smartest. We never said that. <laughs> you found us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of your process of, um, you know, doing a, uh, a reading with somebody? Um, definitely is the feeling of changing someone's life. And I know that sounds so dramatic, um, but it's it's something that I've actually been able to witness happen time and time again is for people to have hope that when we leave this earth, um, we'll be reconnected with our loved ones and have that beautiful, unconditionally loving atmosphere that we all dream of. Um, not only that, but also to provide people of hope in their physical life to see that you know, recently I did a reading for a girl, she was 14 and mm-hmm. she had just come up to my table and I had seen the amount of bullying she had endured. And mm-hmm. I was so happy to be able to tell her that she was going to be far more successful than all of her bullies put together. And it was fully channeled and I said it to her and to see her face light up and to see her un- fully understand. And I l- repeated myself and told her this because I said, I don't think you understand the amount that this is going to mean to you, but you are going to be so much more successful than the people who have prosecuted you or put you in this corner or in this box. And, you know, it's only going to be until you're on the other side that you're going to see and realize it, but you are truly going to do something amazing. And for her, at the end of our reading, she told me, she said, I'm so excited to live my life. Nice. And to like have <laughs> her say that, because yeah. I could see she has faced a lot of challenges and depression and anxieties. So to see her excited for life, that. It does something to you that you can't even explain. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So that's definitely a part of the process and also connecting people with their past loved ones for people who really thought that it was over or especially with people who had a falling out and then some a relative had passed mm. um, to bring that opportunity to clear the air and understand that there are no more hard, <clears throat> no more hard feelings is... And to have that relief and see the relief not only on the person's face, but feel it energetically is it's amazing. It's it's truly amazing what I'm able to do. And I don't I don't know how to explain how I do it all the time. But honestly, I'm so blessed to be able to experience it. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) So what advice could you give to anyone who wants to do what you do? Yeah. um, Give me advice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I say, I always like to say when people want to kind of tap into their intuition, fully understand that a spiritual awakening is a process. And if you want to go undergo your spiritual awakening, the timeline is very unique to who you are as a person. There's no right way and there's no wrong way. Um, and there is no map. So you kind of feel like you're in the dark. Mm-hmm. But if you understand that the light inside of you, your soul, is what's guiding you and you just make sure you hyper-focus on that you are the light inside because the world can become a really dark place and tell you to kind of shut it off. Or if you even get scared, um, fear is just an emotional response here on the physical. Um, We feel unconditional love everywhere else. Um, Fear we only feel on this planet. We're just very good at feeling fear here. (laughs) So because of that, um, trust it. And also a spiritual awakening is not it is a one lane road. You cannot, once you go certain past a certain, you can't go the other way. You can't go backwards. But going on that road, you can take it slow and you can take breaks of not having spiritual experiences all the time. Um, 
some people think my life is 24-7 reading people. Um, and But we were able to talk about the times I was in regular corporate America right. and I was not doing readings all that time. But that was just as important for me and my journey to understand how businesses work and all this stuff. So yeah. you never really know what your journey entails. Just go with the flow and understand you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And trust it. Trust your intuition. And we talked about that. Yeah. Trusting when you think of police officers up ahead, um, slow down because most yeah. likely they are. <laughs> yeah, then you'd be saying, damn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wonder why you didn't listen to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I do the same thing. So even as a psychic medium, I second guess myself. That's also a thing I think people need to hear because yeah. I don't have all the answers myself. Yeah, I, You know, I think that's a big, uh, the big sticking point with people is they assume you're a psychic medium that oh she knows how could she not know and they they <laughs> criticize it in the way of oh she doesn't know what she's talking about because she wasn't right okay but with that you be didn't know anything at all so <laughs> it's like if you take it, some and you lose some. yeah look, look at it that way you had no clue and you exactly were her, so. exactly <laughs> so uh, how can people contact you? Yeah. What is the best way to get a hold of you? Absolutely. So um, my website is, you can find me at savannathemedium.com or therhodeislandmedium.com. They'll both direct you to my website where you can actually book a one-on-one -on -one session with me. You could also reach out directly on my Instagram and um, direct message me at savannathemedium. Um, I also just have my phone number and all that good stuff is right on my website. So you can reach out to me through there as well. And I would love to hear from any questions or anything like that you guys have. Please feel free to reach out. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for you know coming up here and making the drive up. Oh, my gosh. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It was a Super blast. Excited. Yeah. I'm glad you had fun. Yes. So what did you think of that? That was uh, very interesting. It was a great eye-opening experience. Um, I thought uh, Savannah did great. She, she was uh, very awesome. Uh, I know there's a lot of skeptics listening. There's uh, regular listeners of the show that are skeptical of this sort of thing. But uh, I am not a skeptic. I do believe that some people are on a different wavelength, so to speak, and uh, have the ability to read other people's energy and energy in a space. Like I mentioned earlier, I grew up around fortune tellers, you know, in my family. So this isn't like a far-fetched thing in my eyes. So I definitely feel a little differently about about it. And I know some people can be very close-minded. But, but Savannah is such a nice person. She's a wealth of knowledge and uh, a great ability. And if what she does interests you, definitely seek her out and employ her services. I'm sure she would appreciate it very much. She was a very, really, really great guest to have on. I'll, I'd love to have her on anytime. She was cool. She was. It was really fun, really great experience. Thank you for listening today. Make sure to go check out the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook accounts. Join the Facebook group. Go to oddpeoplepodcast.com for info about the show and to buy merchandise at the Odd Shop. All kinds of stuff on there now. I hope you tune in next time. Stay creative, stay inspired, and as always, stay odd. <laughs>